It's time for Confessions of a Serial Salesman. Author, expert sales trainer, and serial entrepreneur Steve Noodleberg wants to help you change your life and your business using his 27 roles for influencers and leaders. Tell me something good. This is the Confessions of a Serial Salesman podcast with Steve Noodleberg. Here's Josh Cohen. And welcome to yet another edition of the Confessions of a Serial Salesman, the podcast based on the book by the same name and then some hardcover, paperback, audio book, and podcast form. Steve, we are to 65 already, so we've passed the Beatles milestone. Uh, will you still love me when I'm 64? Now we're 65. You know what? And the response has been amazing. Every week gets better and better. This week, we, we're hitting... Our, our stride. We have the... the well, the, you know, hold on. You'd hope to think you hit your stride somewhere like in the tens or tweens. We, we did. If you didn't today, hit your stride to another si- level. If you didn't hit your stride till 65, maybe this ain't for you or me <laughs> or us. You know what I'm saying? Ken Levicka. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 65, you should be there. You should yeah. have been there for a while. Ken, yeah. Is he busting my balls again? Yeah. Of course he is. Well, I mean, you say, I mean, every week. You know, words matter. We talk about this all the time. Hitting your stride. Say, whoa, that's offensive to Ken and I. I'm happy that today is going to be another level. How's that? You, you must want something from our guest today. I don't. You're, you're being especially complimentary. Well, you must want something. crazy busy. Mm-hmm. So, so let me just say that today our guest, the wizard, is here. My yeah, friend baby. Luke. My Good friend to see Luke. you guys. Um, see and, and this guy really, you know, I work around and with entrepreneurs my whole life. And when you see somebody who has that spark and that energy, and then they just take it and they blast through all of the clutter and all the bullshit and all the naysayers Mm -hmm. to do things that people haven't done before, our dude does it. And then one of these days, we're going to teach you how to introduce the guest properly. His name is Luke Freeman. I said that. There you go. Well, the Freeman part matters. I said that. No, you didn't. You just said Luke. He's still busting my balls. Well, yeah. Luke Freeman, (laughs) president of Wizard. You think after 65 shows, you'd leave me alone. Well, I mean, I'm pro. We're trying to hit our stride. We're getting close, I think. Kenny. Luke Freeman. Are you interested in in hosting? (laughs) You probably should. Luke Freeman, president of Wizard Creations Incorporated. Not just your friends, Luke. Your friend, Luke. But Luke Freeman. I was going to let him do it. We've been boys for, what, (laughs) 10 plus years? So you can call me whatever you want. This guy's great. Believe me. He is well okay to introduce himself. He <laughs> will be the most entertaining guest we've had in a long time. How did you guys get to know one another? We Steve, were, I'll ask we you were in jail together. No, no, no of course. <laughs> I wouldn't surprise um, me. You know what? I don't really remember how. I, uh, yeah, I met you, Steve. Uh, we were both partners for a professional sports team. And oh my God. Uh, you were given a speech about you get what you give from a sports sponsorship. Oh, my God. Uh, that is right. It was my first deal that I had ever done in pro sports. And right after that, I LinkedIn was a you know, kind of a first at the time. And I reached out to you via LinkedIn because wow, I didn't know your info. So and you, we had that first cup of coffee. If the you Bonaventure will. Hotel is where <laughs> I did that speech. Wow. This, this is the process, Kenny. You know, talk about trust the process. <laughs> this is the process in action. It truly is right here. It's totally. a chapter in the book. Give what you get. Right, we you just and then the whole. Co- I've been doing it my whole life, and yeah, right. So you and you gave the speech and the talk, and then the coffee that you always do. The we coffee, always have coffee. Trust the process. We should have a coffee sponsor, don't you? Uh, I think you absolutely one hundred percent. Wizard should. coffee, yeah, Wizard coffee. It's coming. There you have. Uh, of course. So, so you were drawn to what Steve uh, had to say during that. Now you were a young guy. That's yeah. your first partnership Still with a professional young. sports team, yeah. 
Um, and then what was it about what he said or how he said what he said that made you go, you know what? I need to maybe uh, join forces with this fella back at the Hall of Justice. Well, at the end of the day, you know, the message of you get what you give and put into a relationship was key. And when I was sitting in that room, you know, the team at the time uh, that we were both working with was in a losing season and it was tough all the way around. And everybody was a hater. You know, Ooh, they, they were hating time. on, you know. The organization and and the player moves and whatever were they hating or hating on because there is a distinct difference. I hating on okay so, yeah. so all right because hating on has an element of envy well, and jealousy. Right. Hating on means that they got something you don't. They get to do something you can't. Yeah. So hating on comes from uh, envy and jealousy, as opposed to hating, just means uh, I don't respect, I don't uh, like, I don't care for. At the, the end of the day, it didn't matter. There was some mean. It just there was some mean. But it's good to be hating on. on. But, yeah. But I mean, it, it's a good sign. If you have haters, it means you're doing something right because they want what you have. Yeah, and it was like a lack of understanding from a from a standpoint. See. Prior to me starting my business, I had internships in college where I worked in professional sports. Mm -hmm. So I knew what the team was going through to make those key acquisitions to get a winning franchise in that club. And it wasn't about what they were doing on the field, off the field, et cetera. It's, we're sponsors. Mm -hmm. We're marketers. We get what we put in. So everything that Steve said, I believed in through and through. So I wanted to connect with a like-minded entrepreneur that thought the same way I did. So it was like two out of a hundred people in the room that thought the same thing, and so and we here did we are. connect. And, and I will tell you, I've been fortunate to watch all of the moves, um, and you've been um, very open and vocal about what Absolutely. you've learned, what you've done well, what you haven't done well. You've learned to do better, and the state of the union for this guy is just a, a wealth of opportunity and a wealth of companies all under the Wizard brand. So why don't you kind of jump in and sort of tell us? Yeah, explain us, what, what, explain us yeah. what the company does, first of all. Wizard Absolutely. Creations is the company. You're the president. You're incorporated. What exactly does the company He's do? the wizard. Yeah, so Wizard Creations is a branded merchandise agency. We focus on the design, manufacturing, and sourcing of custom printed products. Um, mm -hmm. There's 30,000 people that do what we do. We're in a very competitive space. 3,000 um, people? 30,000. 30, 30,000 people. Um, yeah, globally, you mean? Globally. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, very competitive. Mm -hmm. and, and how we've stand out over the years is, is living by the golden rule, treating people how we want to be treated ourselves, mm. and you know, making sure that everything we do, we do with the utmost integrity and quality and creativity. So we live by the motto is we make money, we have fun and we give back. So we support over 30 nonprofits in and around the South Florida area. Watched it happen. I mean, we see each other at all of these events. And, you know, the one thing about Luke that, that I admired from the beginning was what he didn't know. He was maniacal about learning. And he called me up and he goes, dude, you know this social thing. I want you here every day. Yeah. <laughs> you teach me it's true. There's it's a true. chapter of the book that we it's call true. Learn to Earn. Right. Yep. And, and he is an unbelievable learner. We just got done talking about a new phase of his business, which will be in digital. And there's a lot of people who say they know digital and most <laughs> don't. I mean, that's the Wild West. Yeah. You do. You have a great partner who does it. He's getting in the space and he's going to learn it himself even further. So I, I like that theme about how you've done what you do. Like for me, you know, the uh, branded merchandise company could be called a commodity, and a lot of people would. 100%. You would not bound by that yep. by that stereotype. We, but, you know, a lot of people have always said to us, you know, who's your biggest competitor? Well, our biggest competitor is other traditional forms of marketing. Mm -hmm. Billboards, radio, TV, print. You know, we're rolled in, into that, and I truly believe that today's world in this 
social media, digital-driven market, you've got to be, from a marketing standpoint, you have to be well-versed in it all. A lot and, of touch and, points. And companies have to be investing in every single aspect. You know, we're right now professionals and experts in the merchandise space. Mm -hmm. But to your point, Steve, we're building a brand new digital agency um, with somebody that's been in 20 plus years, Seth Rand, um, formerly with Rand Marketing. He had a really great exit with his business. And now we're partnering together to build Wizard Digital Marketing from the ground up together. Two like-minded entrepreneurs, both give back. Both have that caring heart, but are both very aggressive to do right by our clients and their brands. But but the the core foundation of the business is is tangible items, is takeaways uh, beyond billboards and a message being sent. This is something that people have on their desk, have in their pocket, have in their car, have in their home. Right? I mean, we're talking about tangible. Yep. So there's two. So to kind of bring it full circle here, Wizard Creations has been in business for over ten years now. We have become the preeminent brand in merchandise, top twenty in the industry. Wizard Digital is a brand new business mm -hmm. that Seth Rand, my new partner, and I yep. are starting mm -hmm. that is going to get into websites, social media, ad buys, content, geotargeting, et cetera. So taking the leverage of 3,000 plus clients, some of the biggest brands in the country that do merch with us, that need that extra help whole new with the digital, the whole new division but, but that Seth and I know, are bringing. Once you have the relationship with people, and I, I've said this all along in the other businesses that I consult with, is that you know you can be lots of different things to people as long as you're important with one thing first. Yep. So Amen. he didn't do it all at once. He said, I'm going to be the Mac Daddy provider of these kind of services. I remember us talking about stuff you did for the heat like that you needed to turn around overnight and mm -hmm. be unique. Like the first, you were the first guy to come up with a face, right? That big... We one of them. Yeah. It's not like uh, written in stone, but but, but it was a very big thing. Guys, yeah, right. like when LeBron was down here right. with the Heat, and he was he became MVP. That was one of the things that's in my kind of Rolodex as a really exciting thing. We got that order from them at nine o'clock at night on a Friday. LeBron was crowned MVP Monday, and we had to do twenty thousand heads on a stick. Which we were awesome. sitting there with the whole team, gluing them together, and had them delivered. Gluing them together that day Monday, making it happen. That, but, that's right. But but he did that. And the 10 years that he's done that, he's kept growing that business, being the best at the best. And I use the analogy with, you know, um, I ask people, like, who, who sells the most coffee? And most people say Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts or whatever. And the actual answer is McDonald's. And they go, McDonald's? Right. Why? Because McDonald's sells more hamburgers. Right. You have 3,000 relationships, clients that you have worked for, delivered. They know you, know what you do. They will experience other things with you now because you've already created that value proposition of what you stand for, which you can't fake that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's totally I think, authentic. I think that's the, the number one thing. You mentioned it earlier um, in our session here is that I don't know everything. I hire people that are better, faster, smarter than me, and I get out of their way. And with our Smart. new digital marketing division, you know, I can't learn the 20 plus years that, that my partner Seth has in that space of being the best at that service. But if I'm going to bring a Steve Noodleberg or a Coca-Cola or a Ford Motor Company to the table as a prospective client for that business, they need to know that I chose the absolute very best partner and company to service their needs on every side of that. So you're able to delegate. You're able, you have a unique skill set in this space, delegate and say, okay, you know more about it than I do. You go handle that because really at the core of a lot of the entrepreneurs is I do it all. I do it myself. It's I can't a, delegate. Right, it's a scary thought. And, and it can't, <laughs> right? But it is, and, yeah. it, and it's a bad habit. It's very, it's, it's, it's absolutely detrimental um, to the business because you can't 
physically do everything. And if you want to scale your business and you're an entrepreneur and you're the, I got to do it, I got to touch this. I mean, I know entrepreneurs that I work with on a daily basis that have to check their employees' emails. Oh, wow. Like check their emails. Get the wrong employees. They, I mean, they're they're just. It's maniacal. That's yeah, a lot of, but a lot yeah. of entrepreneurs because because right. it's very near and dear. It's like you know, this is my baby. I I have <laughs> brought this company to fruition, and they feel like they have to be involved in every decision. And for me, it's if if I don't get to you know live by peace, love, and positivity, and giving back to the community, in which is giving me so much, and and help others. That's that that gives me so much joy, and I, I can't do that by myself. I think there's an important. You know, we're just 12 minutes in. I think that there's an important lesson in there about know what you're good at, know who's better at it, and allow them to do what they do better than you. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Well, 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 what an interesting takeaway, and Luke and I were talking about it when he uh, when he first got here, is that guys like me and him, and I'm proud to be even considered in the same because uh, he's achieved so much, but. Um, I made excuses all along that I was the brand and kept trying to like, like put other people around me to clone me until I finally got knocked in the head by a fellow entrepreneur and said, dude, you are the brand. Yep. You're the one that needs to be in front. Go mm. do, let everybody else put the right pieces of that puzzle together. That's a big challenge for entrepreneurs to say, well, wow, really? Am I that guy? And you're yep. that guy. That's right. He's not afraid of putting himself out there. Um, you, you've had a couple of scenarios where you were out there and the outcome was not what That's you right. wanted. Yeah. Your TV show. Yeah. I mean, that was balls of steel, brother. Yeah. You know? No, I, look, I, I appreciate it. Look, yeah. I, I put it out there. I mean, I, I have Tele- tried every yeah. aspect. You had a television show. Yeah. We, we, uh, we've, we had our stint. Like, look, I'm a guerrilla marketer. So I've tried billboards. I do, you know, mobile advertisements. I do digital, whatever. You know, I believe what I preach, which even though I'm a merch baby. guy, <laughs> I want to go in it. That's right. <laughs> and uh, so I had an opportunity to, to be on reality TV. It was a show on CNBC and we, you know, we filmed and the results were, you know, very positive in real life. And I had a viewing party with the mayor and TV lights, camera action. On a boat. It was, uh, I, was, we, I was out of town. Yeah. But it was like, it was the We party did the whole party. nine and then uh, it unfolded where they, what actually the producers edited and showed was not what I wanted to be showed. It was kind of like I was like a used car salesman and kind of twisted different things. And that's editing, right? You, you didn't know? know how they were going to. No, that's, and that's, you know, what I thought was a true business transaction of right. what I was trying to do but with this, television. Yeah. Yeah. And that's everybody. And that's the thing. Everybody told me, Luke, they're going to, you know, you're, you're a genuine guy. You wear your heart on your sleeve, but you're a sales guy, you know, and, and <laughs> editing of TV and production, they can make you look whatever way they want, Correct. even if it's reality or not. Correct. So, you know, I tried that, but the beautiful thing of that is, look, it didn't, it didn't end the way that I wanted, but what came out of that, Steve, leads right back into me learning from an experience. It was great. Mm. And the best thing I did was I hired my integrator. So for any entrepreneur out there, I highly recommend two books. Number one is... Steve Nudelberg's book. Thank you. Confessions. Wow. Absolutely. And number two. I'll send you the check later. There we go, brother. <laughs> and number two is Rocket Fuel. Rocket Fuel is a book about, there's two types of business leaders. There's a visionary mm-hmm. and there's an integrator. The visionary is the Steve Nudelberg's of the world. And the integrator is somebody that's process driven and things. So Jamie Williams, if you're listening, my integrator, it took me 10 Good plus years you. to Good find her. You. But she's been with me two years now. She's a killer executive, killer integrator, and she's put the processes in place. Love it to where we have scaled ten x. I've watched it, yeah. And yeah. It, you know, and it's it, all because it makes of that. sense to me because I did. I have not met her, but guys like us cannot be saddled with that. Yep. Because you, it's left brain, right brain kind of thing. I was never able to really get that person yep. 
in the seat. I don't know if it was. So there's you know, the idea, folks, and those that actually practically know how to systematically put it in action. Yeah. The dreamer and the doer. They get shit Sometimes they're two different people. Someone's got to be responsible done. for getting yeah. shit done. Yeah. I need one of those. You know, we I keep dreaming about what if and what if and we could do. And yeah. you want those people to stretch, you know, when you're scaling a company. But if you can't do it, then it's not. There's no value in creating. But it is a different side of the brain. You're right. I mean, there are those, the visionaries that you mentioned, the idea guys and gals that have the, ooh, this concept, and and they just come. The universe gives them to me all the time. But I don't have an integrator, so often I don't follow up, follow through, and I allow others to go ahead and be successful, which is fine with me because the universe has been good to me. But everybody needs, that goes back to you recognizing what you're good at, what you're not, and then the delegation, right? I mean, that plays right into your earlier theme. Yep. And, that, and the other thing, too, that's tough for upstart entrepreneurs is, well, I can't afford an integrator. I can't afford this person, you know? Mm-hmm. And I felt that way for many, many years. But there's different ways that you can do it, too. There's, you know, there's freelance. There's work for hire. There's different things that up-and-coming entrepreneurs can get that level of kind of expertise in something they're not good at. Mm-hmm. So over the years, I've done that as well with different types of things, whether it be accounting or, you know, digital marketing or Finance, just well, other that, things. That I'm not good at. Fractional idea, which is a way that I've been uh, acquired by companies who want to attract my talent. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be there all the time. In the old days, it was like if I don't see you, I can't touch you. You're not visiting the office. How am I going to know your impact? Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> if you're doing the right thing, you'll feel my impact. And so it doesn't have to be all the time. Um, before the show gets away from us, though, what I know for a fact about great entrepreneurs, and I do consider you a great entrepreneur, Thank they you. have very key attributes, pillars that they live their life by, and they are very, very similar in when you talk to all of them. So if you don't mind, would you share your uh, your key pillars? Yeah, I mean, my my key pillars are, are just what's what has been in my heart my whole life. You know, number one most important to me is family. So I put family first. You know, and the, um, the rap you did for your daughter's birthday. Yeah, thank cool. you, thank Say you. What? what? He did a rap and shared it on social media for his daughter. I mean, it was like great. I was like, who does that, man? It's like this is so great. And he's good at it. I'm, I'm a big, oh, Luke, I'm a big Lucas Graham fan. He has a hit song, <laughs> Seven Years, and I for her seventh birthday, I wrote my own version of that. I once did a I was video seven years and, old. Uh, yeah, once I was seven, seven years old. old. Yep. It's a great song. So there we go. Yeah. Um, I watched him at Sunfest two years ago, right here. Oh, yeah? I've yeah. seen him rap in front of the entire Winterfest board. We were mm-hmm. both on the board. Yep. And we were. What are you we, putting me out? You want me to go right now? No, what? It was all freestyle. a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine, Saw and Peppa and Heavy D up in the limousine. There we go, Colin. Come on, get in on yeah. that. Uh, all right. Pictures on my wall. Um, Every Saturday, Ma- rapping Magic Melly Mall. Melly Mall. That's right. I let my tape rot to my tape. There we go. Oh. So pillar beautiful. number. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> We've totally lost control. Yeah, I we have. No, I just took me back to Bedford Stuy. There we go. 1990. There we go. Because it was all a dream. It was all a dream. I love it. So dream number two is sales. You know, some people look at. It was, you, it was your what, daughter's seventh birthday? It was my daughter's seventh birthday. Because yeah. birthdays, you know, they were the worst days. But now we sip <laughs> champagne. When we Thursday. When we Thursday. I love it. I'm done with Ooh, your. Right, I'm you taking go. it back to his song. Ooh, just want nice. to prove, Mr. Right. Freeman, that I know the song. There you go. You know man. what I'm saying? I, just, I, I mean, they were the worst days, but now we sip champagne when we Thursday. Yeah. Okay. You were saying. I love it. I on love pillars it. and family and your so daughter. Number and one is, is family. My, my second pillar in life is, is sales. Um, I am a big believer that you have, you know, most people say you got to be ABC, always be closing. I say ABS. You always got to be selling. You got to be selling yourself. You got to be selling your brand. You got to be selling what you're all about. You love the sale? I do. When did you first realize that? 
When did you first realize you loved it, and what about it? My parents started their business. My dad was an art teacher. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. They had three boys, so to put extra food on the table. I remember back in the day, my dad came home with a Chevy Astro van filled to the brim with stuff to print T-shirts. My mom said, Bob, you're crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just remember being six years old thinking, this is great. This is like, what is this, you know? It's a hustle. The first it's weekend, they sold all the stuff, made all their money back, and then they were printing T-shirts out of the family's garage, and I was always the talker. You know, my dad is six foot eight. My brothers are twins, six foot seven, six foot six. Yeah. And as we, the older, and I'm five foot eight for the viewers at home five, that can't see me. Five eight, so, you know, um, so I was always hustling. I was always talking. So from, from elementary school, junior high on up, I was going in the classroom, selling class shirts, going to the fraternities and sororities around the college campus that we lived kind of by in our town. And I was always making those dots, making those connections. Not everybody's a hustler. Not everybody needs to be. That's not your place in life. Some folks... Uh, enjoy this process, that process. But for people that are successful in sales, there is that moment, if you remember it or not, that you loved winning, that you loved convincing, that you loved getting that deal done. And that's what kind of what drives, whether it be the greats, Michael Jordan on a basketball court, or the greats in sales that say, hey, I want to just win this battle, win this over and over and over and over and over. And, and, over and, I, and, I, and I think for me, it's, it's that, yes, that, you know, there's hunters, there's farmers, but you know, for Steve and I, it's relationships, you know, it's, it's connections. It's, it's, it's like I said, living by the golden rule and there's doing what you say you're going to do, mm. you know, Which, there's right. 30, for some reason, nobody seems to get that. Yeah, you know, know, there's 30,000 other people that do what I do. You can get your pen online. You can get it from the guy next door out of his garage. Just like my parents did not knocking the, you know, the hustle. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, it really is believing in the process of, Taking care of people. And I think, you know, to further that, you recognize that sales being a professional in it, it's a profession. It's a craft that you work on and you take seriously and you don't do the wrong thing to people just because you can. And it's it's constantly learning. Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. should. Yeah, I've been living by it my whole life. back all the time. I realized it. Just because you can doesn't doesn't mean you should. And you know what? Salespeople have a hard time with that temptation. Boom, I really banged of course you on the head. Yeah. What are you, an idiot? I'll never come back. I'll talk to everybody else. Well, it's, and it's constantly learning. I mean, I keep a pulse on, you know, what my industry is doing. I, you know, a lot of people in my industry are looking at, well, what's the industry doing? I'm looking at what retail's doing, what new technology is coming out. How can I take things from outside of my industry into my industry? And you've done it. I mean, that's, you know, clear. I look at, I look at guys like you, like I said, when I called you eight years ago, I didn't, I look at, we were all on LinkedIn, but I wasn't actually using it. I wasn't using Facebook. I wasn't even on Facebook, right. I remember. you know, but right. I was like, look, there's something coming. There's a new wave and I need to be at the forefront of that. And you, did. you know, with some yeah. coaching training and guidance from Mr. Nudelberg here. Now you're, you're the wizard. We're there. You're I'm the wizard, the wizard baby. <laughs> Next pillar, entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship means what to you? Entrepreneurship means putting it all on the line, you know, and it doesn't, it's, it's not about money. It's, it's about, I'm self-made man. You know, you're a local celebrity, Josh. Well, my T-shirt today <laughs> says that. Shots, nobody, that's... nobody knows that, but my T-shirt today actually says if, that. If, if I had my, funny myself, I love you know? it. But I'm 100 percent self-made. That's I'm right. 100, 100 percent self-made. So I, you know, look, you know, people inherit their wealth in different ways, and and when wealth for me is is QOL, you know, quality of life. If I can't be home, like I'm going on a two week. I told Steve, I'm going on a two week trek right now, six different cities in two weeks. But in between that time, I'm flying back to see my kids. You yeah, know, it's important because I don't want them raised by a cell phone. You know, mm-hmm. I want to be a part of that. So it, 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 entrepreneurship is about 
work-life balance, which nobody has. Entrepreneurship is about, you know, putting it all on the line and being there for what's most important to you, which is my family. Awesome. You know, folks will see the t-shirt. Um, I regret wearing it now. It's the first time, it's the first time I wore this t-shirt. It was a gift, and today's the first time good. I wore it. It's but I, I get, but I, now that I think about it, I probably shouldn't wear this in public. It probably should just be like around around the condo or bedtime. Because it does have a local mind. celebrity on it. Yeah. Just, just, get the, just get the Beyonce one. You know, I woke up like this. I mean, or... I'm, I'm appreciative for the gift, but then now that I think about it, I'm walking around, people must be thinking, what an a-hole. Nope. Yeah. Nope, not at all. All right. Let's continue, please. More pillars. The key pillars. Let's continue. Uh, Branding. Branding. We live in an age where everyone is a brand. Everything is a brand. So much about brand and brand development. Uh, I see young ladies from the local chicken wing spot, and they're on Instagram claiming they're fashion models and public (laughs) figures, and they're building a brand. But like I've said before on Twitter, if in the last six days you've asked a stranger, hot, medium, or mild... Do not claim you're a public figure fashion model on Instagram because you a lie, Brittany Ann. But Josh, they're local celebrities. <laughs> and they're, they're, Instagram, they're Instagram celebrities. There's a difference. If, Insta-famous, baby. If people ever waited in line for you to sign something, you can wear a t-shirt that says local celebrity. That's doesn't right. mean you should. Just because I can wear it doesn't mean I should. I agree. Yeah, I'm going to wear it around the house. In fact, I'm going to turn it inside out now before the... Uh, before but it's a, your branding... I mean, no, that, no, it's a clean t-shirt on the top of the pile. You guys put way too much thought into it. Yeah, remember, I'm a single guy who lives alone with just a stack of clothes on the floor. You got to remember which pile's dirty, which one's Do you have clean. Any furniture in your place? Oh, in my bedroom, I got a bed. <laughs> Honest That's to fun. God, continue. So, so branding, branding. Uh, so, you know, so for me, the brand, you know, it it all starts with again going back to the key roots for us the color purple i wanted to own right. that you know i that was always my favorite color growing up not as the movie, a kid not the book no, you, you, no when you say the color purple you want right, people true. to know that's right yeah, signature. The, the actual signature color you know like my my pocket square hanky here my pin my shoes mcdonald's you know. has uh, red and gold that's the gold right. arches and you yep. have purple that's purple right cars purple suits why purple, purple walls. because it's royal purple it's is royal and creativity mm-hmm. it's the color of creativity oh, is it? and it is yeah and uh, so, you know, everything that we do all starts with that color. So people associate the Wizard brand with purple. And then it extends there from our core values, like I said, of making money, have fun, and giving back. Uh, the color purple in human beings, it initiates a creative response. It causes them to think creatively or yes or no? Uh, yeah, it, do, it, does. it does. There's there's actually a color. colors matter. Yeah, there's a Pantone oh, totally. color chart that actually calls out the different brands. Mm-hmm. And it's fascinating. Like when you see like brands like that are blue, like Facebook and things like that, right. it's, it's more of like a digital type thinking right. tech type color. But and, there's more. T- I mean, the color red in human beings, you know, it it creates love an unresponsive. Well, no, it creates an unresponsive. Conscious hunger response, an actual hunger response. And if you do the math, you go, well, wait a minute, all my pizza companies, my fast food companies, they are the color red because thousands of years ago, as human beings, we saw the color red, we got hungry because it meant somebody killed an animal. Yeah. The blood, wow. oh, it's time to eat, time to eat. Because these folks go days without eating. Yeah. So now you see red. So here we are thousands of years later. The power of color when, is, is undoubted. When, when, the, when, a, when a, a food company, a processed food company does a lean version or a healthy version, notice there's green. On the box, yeah, the yeah, green, yeah, right? Green. The snack. Well, green is supposed to mean healthy, organic, and it's no different. Well, Nike owned orange. I mean, they just decided that was the color they were going to own early on, yeah. and that was supposed to be something that signified health. And but it can be as simple as a color scheme. When I when I see the colors red and black, when I watch Tiger on Sunday. I still think Chicago Bulls. Yeah. I, I mean, lots of others do, but to and me, now, yeah, that, I mean, that combination is the is the Chicago Bulls. There we go. The red. So purple to you. That that was. The, Can we get some Alan Parsons project in the background <laughs> when I leave, please? You know, he don't know who Alan Parsons project is. <laughs> Can so. people play? 
There we go. There you go. Take it so branding for you is as simple as the yeah. Well, branding, branding for me is yeah. It starts with that, but branding when I'm when I'm instructing other companies, you know, we work with businesses of all size. You know, I mentioned some some big time blue chip brands we deal with, but we work with entrepreneurs and businesses just starting out. And a brand is both company, but it's also <laughs> very much going back to those key words, core values. It's about what the business is about and mm. what the type of people that you want to attract to work for you are about. They have to fit your you know, brand I through and through. It. And you that know? brand now extends to people. That's and, right. And you as the wizard, you know, me as just Noodleberg, you know, people can be a brand and a brand is a living, breathing thing that, you know, whether it's your logo on the wall or it's any of the things. But you a brand wear, should elicit an emotional response. Totally. It should it, make people feel yeah. a certain way. The Target brand, the logo makes me feel different than the Gucci brand. Right. It just does. But your brand, as you develop it, remember, it's not, it's, it's how you make people feel. Correct. The What's emotion right? lives. So, so to his point, the purple is a creative color. When people see it, it's festive. It's fun. Everything about your logo, your billboards are great. The cars are great. He wears the purple suit. It's pretty great. But that emotion lives in me. <laughs> so he's eliciting that. That's what people don't understand about branding is that you can think anything you want, right. but the brand lives in people's minds. Correct. Their perception is Correct. your reality. And whatever thing, they think. Uh, giving back. All three of us, huge on this. This is a core tenet. This is a pillar of oh, you and, and your process and the wizard creation ideal. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I said, we live by those core values. And if we interview somebody that doesn't have that, like, every, look, everybody wants to make money and have fun. That's mm -hmm. easy. You can check the two off the list anytime that you talk to me. But that next one, you have to, I have to really believe it in your heart. And as we've scaled, you know, we, we've over the years gone to dozens and dozens of employees, which we like to run lean and mean, but again, it still runs back to you going to live by that philosophy and that pillar of giving back to the community. And it doesn't need to be just money. It needs to be time, talent, and treasure. We give all three back, and we expect it in return from our he staff members it. as Steve, well. Steve, he gets I, it. I'm going to share, which he might not do. They're moving into new offices they built the offices with the space in mind that they are giving that space to any nonprofit in the area that wants to hold an event. Wow. And it's spectacular. The, yeah. the, the venue is, it's a real venue, a fun, energetic spot that charities, uh, 5013Cs can actually That's go correct. and use. We went yeah. for a walkthrough early on, but who does that? Yeah. As a core well, it's great forward business. thinking because yeah. we live in a very charity-minded market and those folks come through and now you have potential new business and yep. new business partners. So you're welcoming them in with the idea of, hey, let's do some good, but let's also And then we bring local business. celebrities and Regional. It's, it's all good. <laughs> Regional. The t-shirt may the say bad. local, but everybody knows that um, from- uh, From Fort Lauderdale up to Palm Beach to Dade Cocoa, County, we know who you are. From, right? from Cocoa Beach to Fort Lauderdale, someone may go, hey, Beautiful I man. used to listen to you. And I go, I'm still on the radio. They go, it doesn't matter. I don't listen anymore. Yeah, that's sad. Why would they do that? Happens more often than I wish to admit. I go, I'm still on the radio. Well, yeah, I know. I just don't listen anymore. Appreciate that. <laughs> it's tough to uh, be a celebrity. It is. Thank you very much. Well, regional, that is. Uh, Luke Freeman, President, Wizard Creations. Appreciate you. Absolutely. Good to have you. Good to see you again. Tell us something Thank good, you Steve. Guys. So fantastic to have him here just before we get away from it. Follow Luke all over social media. His stuff is great and fantastic. He'll be doing stuff with the Super Bowl committee. So awesome to have you here. Awesome. Something good today. Got yep. a phone call this morning from a young lady who I named her business 12 years ago. 
and she's selling the business today, and she felt like she needed to pick up the phone and call me. Oh, that's cool. Because we created that together. I love it. So uh, that's amazing. The name of her business was called Turnstile. It was a retail brand, uh-huh. and all of the branding was like a New York subway. Love Fantastic. It. So Turnstile. And, so, to, and today and she, she called thought- me. She's selling, and she goes, "I wanted to call you." She texted me, and I go, "Is everything okay? I haven't heard from her in forever." She goes, "I wanted to tell you in person, you know, through the through the phone, so you could hear my voice." That you helped me make this Maya Angelou, people forget the things you say, the things you do. Uh, they will always remember the way you make them feel. I did it. And yeah. there it is. That's All cool. right. This is a good one. Do it again. We're really good six, one. Six. This is the knowledge bombs over I here. Feel, I feel like you're almost hitting your stride. Thank you. I feel like I'm almost, I feel like we're almost, I feel like we're almost hitting our stride. <laughs> we should have happened earlier. Steve Nudelberg, Josh Cohen saying thank you for listening. We will catch you next time on the Confessions of a Serial Salesman, the podcast. So long, everybody.